In chapter 40, I think this might be 39, of uh, For Tone Clearing with Richard Herring. Um, oh, it's uh, there's some birds on the field. We've just arrived and Wolfie spotted them, some pheasants. Uh, he's going for them. So she's going for them. Oh, look at that one running. Go, get out of the way, you idiots. Blimey. There's a big flock of them. Oh, there's hundreds of birds out here. It's beautiful. Luckily, they've all escaped uh, Wolfie's clutches and uh, lived to fly another day. It was good that one of them just wanted to run away. So it's um, 8.21 on... Uh, oh, straight away into a couple of beauties there. Just uh, right at the edge of the field. I'm fling them onto the cairn. Um... As I said, 8.21, 9th of October 2019, uh, the year is disappearing, I have scripts to write, I'm failing to do so, and uh, instead I'm doing this, which some people would say, well, is that a good use of your time? And I would say, well, what are you doing to ensure your immortality? Uh, and they'd say, well, you know, I'm not bothered about that, and I'd say, well, you should be. Um, hey, by the way, I'm not a pheasant. Um, I'm already out into the field so obviously at this time of year no crops out here it's sort of alright I suppose to walk out here a little bit see what's out here and what's out here is a lot of stones a lot of soil there's a nice sort of dark stone I don't know what type that was don't care different than usual though which is interesting um And just having a little look out here to see what I can see whilst flinging the occasional small, medium, medium out onto the edge of the field. And I'm going to really hassle off out now. I've seen a little stone that's attracted my attention. Let's see if it was worth the trip. Um, it's a cloudy day. A little breeze in the air. There's kind of smallish stone I've come out to find, but that has led me on to some others. Nobody around at the moment. And it's a special thrill, I guess, to clear stones from this far out. I'm about as far out as you will ever have heard me. And there's a nice beauty there. That's oh, and there's another one. These guys. When you get out here, of course, no one's ever come out here to clear stones, and you will find some stones on the large spectrum uh, if you dare come out this far. Obviously, the chances of being discovered are greater, but uh, the rewards, if you're into big stones over little stones, I just think all stones are equal, as I've made pretty clear, but some are more equal than others, right, kids? 
Yeah, a little bit of political satire there. Courtesy of Eric Arthur Blair. Tony Blair's dad. So, uh, uh, these big stones are, well, there's a nice little can with one over with another quite large stone. So I'll put those two bigger stones. They're dwarfed by that, the one that's there. I'll stick them out into the, into that can. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're still at this stage where there are no crops. The stones are the crops. The harvest of the stones must begin at all. And I can see another beauty a long way out. And it's good to be hasselhopping again after a long period of not being able to see even stones that were right in front of your face. Now you can sometimes see a stone. This is, you can see how long it's taken to walk out here. Going right out into the field. And uh, there's a lot of stones here. And this one, just a flat one. It looks bigger than it was from a distance, but uh, still good to have got it off the field. And uh, just picking up a few other big stones as we go. Uh, this is, this will be new to most of you. I guess it's almost a year since I began this. Maybe it is a year. I'll have to look into the records. Uh, since I've been recording anyway, I think I've been doing this for over a year. Uh, but uh, you will not have experienced this exciting time where a man can freely and without fear of implication head out into the field and pick out some nice big stones. Uh, those are just scattered. Into the edge of the field without much purpose. Yeah, a lot of birds out on the field. I mean, maybe they're, they're some pigeons. I don't think they're searching for stones, but you never know. We might, no one has categorically found another species of animals that will collect stones in the way that a human will. Some monkeys use stones as tools, of course. They may be primitive stone clearers. It may have begun back there. Uh, but uh, we can be sure that humans stone clear for the purpose simply of clearing stones from a field because humans have told us they do that. I'm telling you, that's what I'm doing. And unless you don't believe me, then it can't really be disputed. Um, most of the fences in the back of the field after the fire repaired, but this one, the decking and the fence in this house still charred. A memory of quite an exciting day out here on the field. You don't get many days like this. And cattle are lowing in the distance, and you can hear that. The baby Jesus is asleep. Oh, that was a great throw. I threw one from quite a long way right onto the field there. Bit of a broomstick sticking up there. I'm not going to clear that. <clears throat> that will clear. Time will clear that for me. And, you know, some people argue, well, Richard, won't time clear the stones? Won't eventually weather and the destruction of the earth? do your job for you, and the answer is no. So shut up. Um, 
and there's no need to head out into the middle of the field at the moment because the edge of the field is just a stone clear as paradise as it is. But it's sometimes fun just to see what else there, what's out there because it's there. And sometimes the stones call to you like sirens from a distance. And like sirens, you go out there, you find the most beautiful women or stones in the world and make love to them and everything's good. And that is the moral of that story, the siren story. So go ahead. Is what if you hear the sirens, stones are calling, go and make love to them. And when I say make love, that is a metaphor uh, for clearing the stones. Once again, a few people have started using this podcast for sexual purposes, and I um, do not give you my permission or approve of that. If anyone is doing that, that is essentially an assault on me and the stones as well. More importantly, in stone law. That is a crime punishable by being stoned to death by some stones, which ironically some of you would enjoy. Uh, if you start masturbating during the stoning, then you get stops, the stoning stops and you're killed a different way. So think about that. Pervert. Um, ah. Just, uh, I'm just in my running shoes today. It's a, probably a mistake. They're old running shoes. That's fine. It is a bit damp, but uh, just kicked quite a hefty stone off the field there, and it hurt a bit because these stones, these shoes are not built for the protection that is required for a for a stone clearer to kick. But uh, do just be aware of what footwear you're wearing and the size of the stones. Do try and judge accordingly. This is a big one I've picked up here. Uh, I will not be kicking it. I'll just throw it. Fling it, that's gone down the bank into the trees. Settled in the base of the tree as I like them to do. Ooh. And today we might take the slightly longer route round. Don't have much to say, so it'll just be quite a lot of awkward silences. But hopefully, just hearing the stones gradually being cleared will be enough of a reward for you, knowing I'm ever one stone closer to my target. There's one stone closer. There's another stone closer. Just ticking down. The number. Nobody is quite clear of the number of stones that are out here, but all I know is there are just two less in the last minute. Uh, hey, make that three. Hey, make that four. I mean, we could go on. I'd rather do a countdown. It would be quite a good podcast just to literally uh, work out the number of stones and then each one that comes off, I just count down 24 billion, 365 million, 225, and so on. Uh, I mean, maybe some people would would not appreciate that as much, but it'd be good for the people who use this podcast to sleep. Um, very good, I would imagine. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's already sending people to sleep all over the world, this podcast. I'm proud of that. 
have sleep tight, my princes and princesses out there. I hope you dream of tossing stones, not like that. Even if you dream about having sex with stones, that is still punishable by death. You do obviously have to confess, really, but if I suspect that that is what you've been doing, I will call the stone authorities. So it's an exciting day today because I think we're about to cross the point where for the last few stone clears I have crossed the field, um, partly because of the bounteous resources of stones that are out there. Uh, partly just because, you know, I had to get back home for tea or whatever, look after the kids, do some actual proper work. Um, but today I think we will take a walk up the edge of the field and across the long diagonal and take in the stone pole, see if I can hit that. So some exciting stuff coming up on the podcast today, just trailing it there. Apparently that's important. Here we go, we're crossing the Rubicon, the cairn across the way from the main cairn, this has had a few more stones added to it if you're interested. Uh, again, no one around, and it'll be interesting to see what this part of the field is like and the resources here. This will be as much a scouting mission as a clearing mission, sometimes you have to look ahead and, oh that's a nice one, that's a nice good chunky medium there. Already suggesting uh, this is going to be quite a good scouting mission. We're not scouting for girls, we're scouting for stones. And maybe if you'd called your band that, it would have done better, mate, because a bit sexist what you what you put there. That my stuff was all right and it was acceptable in the noughties, but now it just looks a bit creepy. So, um, oh. I'm just thinking of doing a fart, but um, just the way that that fart, A, it'll be a bit rude to do that on the podcast, but B, I'm not convinced it's a fart that would come if I farted, and I don't want to, in this early stage of the series, shit myself during a podcast. I would probably not mention it if I did, but uh, I think you'd be able to tell for the next 45 minutes. Oh, there's a beauty down here. It's very deep. The earth is soft, so I picked it up. Yeah, that's one. That's the size of a house brick, sort of bulbous house brick. Uh, that's a nice size stone. Uh, I had to dig it out of the of the wet earth, and this is actually a bit of brick. Again, looks like it might be quite ancient. I think there possibly was a Roman villa on this field at some point. Doesn't matter to me. It just has to come off the field. Coming up to a corner, you have to be careful. I've strayed a little way out into the field just to see what's going on. Um, There's no one just surprisingly walking ahead of me or creeping up behind me, of course. But so far, so good. Uh, it will be a long podcast today, I think, comparatively, so buckle up. Um, yeah, I mean... This, I am taking the occasional stone off just to get that total down a little bit, but uh, really not too much going on. 
Another big buried stone. Oh, that's a nice one. That's another similar size to the first, and it's kind of nice to be back to picking out stones of that quality. Oh. Uh, little Hasselhoff out here has spotted something. Uh, doesn't turn out to be that impressive, but uh, that stone, the siren call came to me. It wanted to be off the field, and now it is. And that's really how this must work. When the stones are ready, usually they will let you know. Sometimes you do have to encourage them that it's their time. Interrupted there with a call from my wife. Uh, he wanted to know if the pram was in the car, even though I told her it was. Yeah, I was meant to get it out, admittedly, but um, I think I was in the middle of telling you um, a, another medieval proverb. If, if it is time to go, the stone will let thou know. The stone will let thou know. If it's time to go, ye fatone shall for how let thee know if it's time to fatay the stone the tone lying may may be not a very good just rhyme surprising that one has made it through uh this far, but uh, you know, just just happens sometimes. Not everything can be gold, can it? They can't all be gold. There's an old saying: if you think all the fayings for hell be gold, wait until ye hear the one about the stones laying, and it is told. Uh, which is also not a very good one, but that one has survived part just because of the poorness of the original one. Um, and in that start, you start to understand how they survived once you realise that. Uh, but here I am out in the, the part of the field that becomes more stone than soil in places. It's slightly bewildering. Um, it's difficult to really pick up anything because everything is a stone. But even so, I've managed to overcome that stone blindness to take off two or three. Oh, and accidentally found a hidden can there as I chucked into the wilderness. The stone cracked as it landed on some of its old brothers. Delighted to see them, I'm sure, and be reunited. Kind of stalactite like stone there. That just goes into the edge though, even if it is a stalactite, it's unlikely. But literally nobody around, very strange. I think I'm being lulled into a false sense of security. And it's working because uh, I feel secure. I feel like I can walk off into the edge of the field, into the middle of the field, and uh, clear some good stones here. And I'm not going for the big ones, I'm just going for the thought oh, that one's good. That's a crackling big one, that looks like a sort of ninja 
Death Star thing. Uh, I'm just taking off what I can see, the ones that are ready to go. Uh, conditions are so damp, everything is coming up very easily. No matter how deeply buried, just two brothers there together that will come off. Or siblings, I should say, in this day and age, we don't know the don't like to resume the sex of the stones. Oh, sorry, we'll see you right. Oh, we got a bit close to the throw there. Some little clock in the mouth. So, of course, there are no rules to stone clearing. Rule one of stone clearing, in fact, I don't know if I've told you this, is there are no rules to stone clearing. Rule two is to make sure that uh, when throwing stones, no animals or children or people can be hurt. So I slightly broke rule two of the, of the stone clearing rules there. But to be fair, it was Wolfie's fault. She was too close. She should know by now. It's more animals that are not aware of what's going on that you have to look out for. A nice little kick there, dug in. Oh, a bit of metal in the field here. Square of metal. I can't tell you what it's for. A rectangular piece that still comes off the edge. If it's organic, no need to panic. If it's not, chuck the twat. Don't need to tell you that one. If you find metal, it must land amongst the petals. Uh, that is, some people feel that uh, was not part of the original rhyme and added many centuries later, but uh, they did have metal. It's possible, possible that they had a part of the rhyme for metals. Uh, I can now see a dog water very much in the distance, wearing a red coat, easy to spot, foolish mistake. Coming up to the top corner, you all know this. This is the part of the the field that I sometimes transgress and break another rule of stone clearing, which is that you must only clear the field that you work in. You must not, you must not clear another man's field. But uh, there's just such good stones in this field that I feel I have to do it. So. Uh, one, of the rules, one of the rules of stone clearing is that rules are made to be broken, of course. So another rule is not the rules of stone clearing. So, you know, it is. It's open to interpretation like the Ten Commandments. And I'm breaking that rule. I'm going to have a little look in the next field just to see what's going on. Now that dog walker's actually come into this field, perhaps to witness my transgression. He might not even be from the Stone Stars. He might be from the Stone Clearers Guild out here just to see, to check on whether I am obeying the rules. But I will obey the rules that I see fit to rule. I'm the king of this. And there's some beauties out here. Uh, he's coming this way, so I'm going to have to nip back into my own field. I've only managed to clear two stones from that field. But they're going onto this little bit of wall. And I hope to rebuild that wall over the years to come. Broken bit of wall. Uh, does leave my route to where I'm going free though, so I've outmaneuvered that guy in this game of stone-based chess. 
can't really dip back into this field without looking suspicious. So uh, throwing from a distance. Didn't quite get that to the edge of the field, but it will be a pick up of ball another time. That one a bit harder. Nicely into the undergrowth. Well thrown, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I'm talking to myself there, but, you know, I don't really have any friends. Or that one. Again, near enough to the edge, I think, will be picked up on another occasion. Hopefully. It was a nice size stone, but uh, we're pretty much getting to the point now where we're too far from the edge to really... And again, probably just on the path there, so that's not bad. We will have to start collecting stones in order to take them to the central cairn, uh, provided nobody's coming in the other direction, which they don't seem to be at the moment. Uh, I will leave it a little bit. I'm suspecting there will be some nice stones and closer. Really, the grass has grown back here quite quickly. And uh, that's a nice stone there. Let's pick that one up. And uh, it's a little bit harder to see the stones around here, funnily enough. Uh, but I presume all this, maybe this bit has not yet been ploughed. It's always quite a second area, though. As you'll know, if you listen to the podcast, uh, you've probably been looking forward to this bit. Yeah, it's like walking along a grassy field at the moment. Weirdly, this field's never really got grass on it, but uh, grass growing thick could turn into a little playing field. If someone will get rid of all these stones, it's a bit dangerous at the moment. But, you know, I think we know the man to do that. Again, keep the secret stone cream. Don't tell anyone it's me, but I think we all know who I'm talking about. It is me. Picked up another roundish stone there, weirdly almost like a ball with a little bit cut off. Uh, again, like a message from the stones there. I think that can't be a coincidence saying, yes, we could clear this field and maybe we can extend the wreck into being a much, much huger area and the children of your village shall play. And the red-jacketed guy a bit near there to see me to wonder. So I'm going to... Might be a lady too far away to see but now crossing cleverly crossing the boundary between these two fields having been in my field gone into the forbidden field and now and another bit of uh, man-made stone here like again I don't know where that would that looks a bit more modern and concrete but concrete's been around for a long time of course uh, but uh, certainly hewn by a human hand, or machine possibly even, so so straight is it. Um, but that must come off too. You can have no favourites. No, none must be left behind. It's one of the tenets of stone clearing. I haven't really told you about the tenets. There are no rules, but there are several tenets. And I want to say tenants, I mean tenets. Um, poor pronunciation. Uh, picking up another nice pair of stones here, just from the path. It's a bit hard to see much beyond, really, with all this grass. So what I thought would be a more exciting little trip for you. I've left it too long, and uh, I still picked up five or six big stones here that will go on the central cairn, which has been cut back now, so we can see it again. 
Yeah, I don't think it's been ploughed over here yet. That's what's going on. But uh, there goes the brick, and there goes the other stones. And what is turning into quite a nice little collection there at the base of the telegraph pole. Oh, I flung one there from a little distance, and it's smashed into to dozens of pieces. But that is obviously what it felt it needed to do. And another good chunk here, so... That will do, pig, that'll do. Oh, now I'll do these two as well. well. The tree acting as quite a good break there. One of, the, one of the stones flew into the tree and then fell down onto the cairn, so that was nice. Wish you could have seen it, but uh, not very appropriate to film this. So we have done it once. So the, actually this path down here has not been trodden in yet by the dog walkers of my village. So uh, I will have to roughly approximate where I'm going. Feels like a long time since I've taken this walk. That's all I can say. Picking up a couple of bigger stones as we go. That one looks like a shoe. Or a foot. Foot of some stone person of the past. We haven't really talked about them. That will come in, in a future episode, I'm sure. We talk about the actual stone people that some people believe Bones are just the bones of those people. I hope one day too, as we have mentioned, to become a stone person myself. But I think the original stone people were born that way. But I identify as a stone person. And I hope you will support me in my journey to become one, however long that may take. If you want to join me, we will become immortal. Um... And you may say, Rich, well, you say that, but you're picking up the bones, supposedly, of stone people. They're, well, technology is better these days. Those people were not. They were destroyed in a stone war. A war between... I mean, I'm telling you more details than I meant to already. So you talked me into it with your questions. Very clever. Um, it was a war between the, the flesh people and the stone people. Uh, some people caught unawares they thought the, the flesh people were their friends uh, but while they slept in the long sleep of winter the uh, flesh people came and smashed them to smithereens and that is why there are stones and that is why fields are blighted with these stones now that is just a, a theory I'm not saying it's true it sounds good though doesn't it and it makes sense and how did that story survive and get passed down? Well, by the flesh people, ironically, so probably they can't be quite trusted, but I'm sure some of the flesh people knew what they did was wrong. And uh, maybe they're the ones who told the story. We don't know. So uh, have had a few emails in. Brian, um, Stone, Brian Stone, coincidence. Um, Probably that got into the podcast because of his name and then found it's quite interested in the natural stone thing. He says, are you ever going to talk about the legends of the stone people on the podcast? Well, I wasn't going to, Brian, but um, weird you should, I should just pick up that email just at this point. But um, yeah, I just did. So you know, your email looks stupid now. So well done, Brian Stone. Uh, 
uh, do keep those emails coming in. We arrived at the stone pole. Um, Caroline Branch has been in touch to say when, when are we going to see the stone pole? Oh, first fucking time. I haven't done it for so long. Oh, second one way off. Second, third time straight on. Fourth time just nips it. Fifth time completely missing. It's a different pole. Sixth time hits it. We're getting a bit too good at moving on a bit closer than usual. Uh, still, that was a pretty good hit rate for the stone pole. Uh, she says, when's the stone pole coming back? It's just come back. I mean, why'd you keep emailing me? I did one from a distance and nearly hit it then. That was amazing. Um, just trying to keep emails arriving, you know, at the good times, not just after. It'd be more useful for you to remind me of the things I'm forgetting rather than me reminding you. Uh, I do appreciate all the emails. I do appreciate all the many, many, many fans of this podcast. Uh, Brian Bramble, currently awaiting trial. Uh, he, uh, unfortunately, got a bit too friendly with his fans, some of them. But yeah, even in New Zealand where he lives, they still have some laws about that sort of thing. And uh, uh, I'm, well, he may not be guilty. I'm, we're all hoping he is, because uh, that will make me the number one Stone Clear podcast. Although his notoriety, ironically, is getting him a lot of hits for his existing podcast uh, and a lot of revenue. But uh, I'm in negotiations at the moment to have the uh, podcast sponsored. I won't give away too much about that now. Some people won't like that. Uh, I've got an email from uh, Henry Bracken, who said... Uh, I hope you'll never sell out and have the podcast sponsored, Rich. That would be a terrible betrayal of all your many fans. Well, A, I've done it already, I'm like with the Kickstarter thing. And B, um, it wouldn't be a betrayal, it'd be good. So I'd make some money. So, yeah, think about that. And I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this to, for no, you know, money doesn't mean anything in the long, long term. These edifices I'm creating will stand long after money has been forgotten. But, you know, and the kids need shoes and stuff. Uh, any money we make from this is, is obviously ploughed back into making more podcasts um, and you know, buying me luxury items. So, might not be able to pay someone to throw the stones for me eventually. So, coming up around the corner here, got to be a little bit careful. I'm not going to be discovered. It's been disappointing how few people have been out here today. A uh, few additions to the central can there, which is looking, it's flattened down, but it's looking okay. Uh, and we are heading to the Brexit ditch, which may be, I think last time I didn't, didn't you go on the Brexit ditch today, which will explain what, what's been going on. So I need some good, good Brexit ditch action coming up. Dog running off to attack more birds. I'm just picking up a few sort of small apple-shaped stones here to go. On to one of the can. The can there that seemed to... I just was distracted because it looked like the animals had again pushed my stones out of the way. I'm trying to stop their progress and they are defeating me. Um... I need bigger stones. Uh, some nice stones just appeared 
couple of feet out here down here. Usually the sim picking's down here, but the plough has given us a few additional stones to play with. So coming to the end of our journey, uh, got a few. If I'm missing out anything that you enjoyed from the podcast, do let me know. Uh, obviously, a lot of the emails today have been about that. It's hard to remember what it is exactly that you guys like. Um, that feels like the path here has moved over somewhat. Uh, so the edge of the field is very close now. Um, maybe that will remain. Maybe that will change as the, as the plough comes in. So approaching the Brexit ditch, so I better get some ammo. Boris Johnson clearly has a plan, and I worry he's uh, using my Brexit ditch as a distraction, that uh, he has no intention of creating Brexit, and will go, well, it's not my fault, it's the fault of the Brexit ditch, Richard Herring. It sort of tempted me in by implying he was going to be dead in the ditch, and that made me want to do this. And then, actually, I've been outplayed. Maybe maybe that's why there are no no one surveilling me at the moment, or the surveillance has become better, and by drone, possibly. Or from space, maybe. Maybe Boris Johnson's watching me from space, laughing at me, just falling in light league with his plan. But I have to use the ancient magic of this Brexit ditch. And here, five or six stones gone in there maybe seven or eight and here's another one so hopefully that should not help him we'll see if if i've been played along all by, by boris johnson i do apologize but i'm my heart is pure and i think ultimately that should lead to victory um so coming to the edge of the field we may wrap it up round about now nice uh, stones though coming out just oh look at that baby that can go on the the opening and closing cow. Oh, that's even better than I thought it was once you pick it up. So, uh, yeah, we'll just, I think we might leave it there. It's been a long old haul around the field today. But uh, nice to do the long walk. Nice to get the stone pole back in. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you're sleeping, the music is about to come in, so... And maybe turn off, wake up and turn off the thing so it doesn't wake you up. Or, or, you know, instruct your partner to be looking out for that. I'm heading off the field. Come on, Wolves. You've been a good girl today, haven't you? Sorry I hit you in the face a little bit. Are you okay? Yeah. It was only with my fist. Yeah, you're a good girl, aren't you? Yes, you like being, you like being beaten around anyway, don't you? You're a good girl. All right, see you very soon. Thanks for uh, listening. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and uh, good night. Have a lovely sleep tight. You have been listening to Stone Clearing with Richard Herring, with me, Richard Herring, and Wolfie the dog, and hardly anyone else. No, think about it. Shush, that's it, my lovely. Shh. You sleep well, my beauty. The music is by Mike Cofgrave. And the voice of the Vatones is Michael Fahim. Yes, that's right, you're fast asleep now. And it's me, Richard Herring, coming into your dreams. I've taken off my pants. Oh, what's this? 
What's going on now? Oh, you like that, don't you? You like what I'm doing? Yes. Okay. Don't tell anyone about it. Come on, Wolves. Come on, darling. Good girl.